0: What time is it? It's time for Ricketts Berzie.
1: Wicked Spursy, Mike, Steve, and Dave. Boys. We're already live. Good to see you. Yeah, I guess we already were live, but, you know, we're we're, we're alive. We'll get that timing down. With, with joy and vim and vigor at this point in time. Steve, I have uh, spent a lot of time with Mike in recent days, and we had a great time that we'll talk about, but... And he's like had absolutely know, enough of me? I'd like to know how Steve is doing. What's going on, buddy? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, fantastic. Um,
0: I joined the smart watch community oh Um, did you you young folks and your your smart watches you know it it took me many years but uh you know i figured it's better than running around with my phone in my hand after a bunch of third and fourth graders might as well get a watch and if i'm gonna get a watch i might as well get one that can you know keep me focused you know (laughs) something that can actively help me instead of relying on me to do anything because if look, if I have to look at my own wrist to keep time, it's a loss. You know, I just don't have the attention span for that. I'm a millennial, you know. Um, But it's been great until I started work this week. uh, And then I realized that it yells at me if I don't move enough. Mm. So it actually will buzz on my wrist and tell me, you know, get up, get moving. It's like, (laughs) what's This is creating hostile work environments. I need to go to jar.
2: This is not a, it's not an Apple device though, is it? No, it's not. It's a Samsung.
1: Oh, Uh, you're like the Jetsons come to life, Steve. You know, I mean, that's, that's really what it is, right? It's
0: crazy. On the, uh, Northern Vermont rec front. I know everybody's eagerly, uh, waiting, but, uh, no, the Vermonters remain undefeated oh, after you know, another game day. So we have played six and we have not lost at all. We did draw for the first time ever. Uh, and I almost wanted the team to lose just so I could convince them finally that defending is actually an important part of the game. Uh, but after yesterday's practice where I sort of drilled defending into them nonstop for an hour, I think they get it now. Um, and if they don't, we've got practice again tomorrow and I'm going to keep drilling defending until they figure it out. Um, but it's been fun, you know, and, uh, it's, it's been nice to pass along some of that, uh, you know, adult wisdom, like, you know, you get what you put into it, you know, things like that, where, uh, they can apply it to other facets of their young lives and I don't know, maybe grow.
1: Um, Steve, have you had to throw out a because I said so yet? Like, coach, I, why we got to do this? Because I said so. I never throw out the because
0: I said so. I yeah. always How do you avoid give that? a reason. Always. Um, well, because, you know, it, I, this, there's a whole, you know, psychological aspect of it. Um, uh, but when I was a kid growing up, I always heard because I said so, mm-hmm. um, and it always gave me the impression that my parents were these like infallible creatures who, you know, you just do what they do and, and that's it. And are they not a, being an adult and being a parent myself now, I, I've realized that no, parents are not infallible. In fact, there are many mistakes that we all make. Uh, so, I feel like I build more trust with my team just by being open and honest. You know, why are we doing this? Well, we're doing this because it's for the good of the team. We need everybody to take turns defending at some point. And I don't like hearing the excuse, oh, I don't like it. I don't want to defend. It doesn't fly with me. I did get a laugh uh, out of a parent who was watching practice uh, when I flat out told one of the kids, like, I don't care if you don't like defending. You have to take turns doing it, or it's not fair to everybody else. Um, so I, I did appreciate that. I don't think she intended to laugh at a fourth grade or third grade, uh, individual, but, uh, I, I could totally relate to that. So it, it's been fun. We are, we've got three more game days left in the season. Okay. Uh, so another six games to play we're halfway through. And, uh, if my math serves me, if we make it through Saturday undefeated, we will officially be ranked one for the entire season. There's no way anybody could catch us after that.
1: So basically, Steve, it's like late January and you are top <clears> of the <throat> table is kind of kind of what I'm hearing. And you can you can lock Running it up. Away by, with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, lock it up by the end of February, essentially.
0: That's, <laughs> That's uh, the plan. Then I can start rotating, getting the uh, you know, random kids that show up to watch their siblings. Yeah, you, you want a shot? Yeah, why don't you get in? Get you a run out.
2: Please tell me you get to wrap it up against the red team.
0: I there is no red team.
2: Yeah. No, there is no red team. That's good. There is no red team. Only that, white. That's good.
1: That maybe there's a that, that might be a, that might be an episode title name, but we'll we'll see.
2: Mike, my friend, how are you? Dave, um, this is a great segue because because Steve went from his rec league and where for some reason they're keeping score and they're keeping record uh to my son's uh youth academy team that I pay a lot of money for um <laughs> and for some reason they're not keeping any records of any scores or anything which is funny because in the in the spring goddamn you better goddamn have that score in so that so the vermont soccer league can can record that but in the fall apparently it doesn't matter and uh they're undefeated, and um, they had while Dave and I, Dave, I'll let Dave tell the story of our of our weekend. But while Dave and I were, were gone to Boston, um, Lucas had a uh, memorial, the Bailey Memorial Tournament in Stowe, uh, where they went um, two wins and a draw in their three games, and Lucas scored uh, scored the brace in the final fantastic yeah and um then he just and and um I've been alerted to the fact that he's now doing the sunny celebration, which is the you know and um so it, it i uh, had to take a picture yesterday during his uh during his school game when he did it and uh and I turned it into a little bit of a gif I know they call it a gif, but I say gif <laughs> um
0: nobody calls it gif
2: yeah. Anybody yeah. who calls it GIF is wrong. Yeah, because they're talking about peanut butter. Exactly. Um, anywho, yeah. And, and then today, so we had a, Dave and I had a great weekend. My son uh, had a very successful weekend uh, and uh, a great game yesterday. And uh, my daughter today, uh, we're recording late today because the, the fellows were gracious enough to uh, give me the later time to go watch my daughter uh, play volleyball today. and uh in the second the second game of the set uh she scored the on, on the winning serve with an ace very nice not too bad i mean proud papa dude other than that dave and i had a great goddamn time why don't you tell them about it dave geez man that's a tall order <laughs> did have a great time
1: um so mike and i were able to um initiate and complete the first ever wicked spursy baseball weekend it was uh outstanding with one major exception Mm -hmm. which was the rain it rained the whole damn time and i don't think the temperature ever got above like 60 in the process so uh um, just generally unpleasant weather but we were able to make the best of it so yeah we we connected um noonish on on saturday um quickly departed to a pub and watched watched um what did we see there that was everton and brentford wasn't it we saw everton and brentford yeah yeah saw saw that match uh Mike got to chat up a guy actually who was from North London, worked in the Tottenham area, was a Cambridge United supporter, if I recall correctly. Uh, yeah, might, be yeah, a new, yeah. might be a new Wicked Spursy listener um, coming on board. And Wonderful, uh, wonderful guy. Wonderful guy yeah, to talk to. He got got was to, to there. chat a guy
2: up. He was there with his partner. and
1: Yeah. We, uh, we had some good food. We went to the ball game. We got cold. We drank. We ate. Um, we went out and ate more afterwards. And uh, then, like a couple old men, we crashed shortly thereafter. And then uh, the next day was was a double dose. We got to uh, – Mike, I'll let you talk about the, the morning. But um, we got to spend the morning at uh, Long Cross Pub, uh, which is just outside Boston, where the Boston Spurs meet. And uh, after that was done, we got back to another ball game in the rain. More food, more drink, and just time, time well spent. The camaraderie was uh was ripe and enjoyable. Mike, talk about the talk about the Boston Spurs uh meetup a little bit if you would.
2: Yeah, the Boston Spurs meetup was, was fantastic. Uh again, uh it was my second time down there this season. I went for the Brentford match uh with my son. Um and unfortunately at the time they didn't have any gear there, but uh I was promised that they would have gear. I wanted, I really wanted the hat, but um, they did not have the hat this time. Um, again, they had sold out. Um, they had a, a lot more people. Obviously, it was the it was the derby, and um, they had a lot more people in there this time. Dave and I got to enjoy some amazing food that they had there, the buffet. Um, my one complaint, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna register this for anybody who's listening from Boston Spurs: uh, no maple syrup for the Belgian waffles. No true. maple syrup. So true. But wow. they were like they were like delicious, crunchy sugar cakes. They were delicious. They were really good. Uh, okay, all the food so there they- was great. The hash was really good. Um, biscuits were solid. Biscuits were good, yep. Um, but how do you
0: have waffles and no maple syrup? I yeah,
2: know. Was it was no, a little there weird. Was there was that. no ketchup either. Um, but well, we, we don't put ketchup, ketchup on and eggs. That's waffles. not what I'm saying. But anyway, uh, Boston Spurs. Uh, Did Dave a, get his toast? What a
1: great group. <laughs> no toast. No, no toast. toast. Biscuit and gravy though. I was happy with that. By the way, my quick detour uh, barbecue place the night before I forget the name of it. You may have to hit us with that, but phenomenal biscuits at that place. That was sweet cheeks. Yeah. We'll we'll
2: plug that too. Um,
0: But the guys at Boston Spurs
2: are all, are all great guys. Um, (laughs) We met a couple, a couple of new folks who were sitting right next to us. Uh, We chatted with them for a bit and, uh, and uh, we, we got to have some drinks um, and some good food Some some nice uh, talk about camaraderie. The the the, all the folks there, got to watch a little baby make the rounds like four or five times all the way around the bar, which is great. And we got to watch a wonderful game. Um, Sure did. Here's the thing: I we talked to I talked to one of the officers uh, of the uh, of the Boston Spurs, um, and we've discussed um, doing a live pod from long long cross pub uh later in the later in the season um it would be good and uh we'll we'll, we'll figure out logistics later on but uh hopefully maybe in the spring when uh you know the, the stakes are a little bit higher uh and, and and uh we can get a good crowd in there and we can get some crowd questions maybe some some uh participation that kind of thing yeah, yeah i think it would stuff- be great good stuff. Mike, did you have any,
1: uh, any takeaways from the weekend? Any, uh, any observations that you, you noticed after, uh, two days spent with this clown?
2: Um, Dave, your, your wife continues to be a a lovely, lovely, lovely human being. (laughs) She fed, she fed us after a long car ride, a long rainy car ride. Um, but what I, what I, my real observation is that, uh, is that, no matter the circumstances, the weather, whatever, the the whatever whatever the bullshit could be. Steve's laughing or something. I, I
0: just I just have this mental image of you both drunk out of your minds and Beth just sitting there with a little spoon, like here comes the airplane.
2: <laughs> 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 we're both in high chairs. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Um,
2: no, we were actually sober sober uh sober people on the way home um, mean, but um no the the real takeaway is that no matter no matter you know what the situation whether it's rainy whether uh mike wakes up at two in the morning and his eyes are crusted over from his allergies uh and uh hung over as, as as all get out uh no matter anything bad that could have happened uh the camaraderie and a good friend uh hanging out with you for the weekend is is what makes it all worth it. So I had a great fucking time. Great fucking yeah. time.
1: Yeah, good stuff, man. And those are nice words. I was gonna um I was gonna say observations on my end first. I, I it reinforced for me, whatever the sporting event, you know, like um, to be able to go to a sporting event and just spend time sitting and uh, talking with someone, you know, enjoy your food, enjoy your drink and have a conversation. Baseball is actually great for that. You know, probably the best sport there is for the, the art of the conversation, but um, that's fun. That's enjoyable. I also learned Steve, you little known fact, um, Mike loves Boston. He loves Boston sports, but he hates driving in the city. Mike is not a fan and Mike also is not happy when Notre Dame plays poorly uh or
2: loses. <laughs> uh, both, both of those things both of those things were factors. Late, we had a hotel we had yeah. a hotel we had a suite right and uh so I'm I'm in a separate bedroom and I was trying to let Dave get some rest and some sleep because we had absolutely drank too much and absolutely eaten too much and like so Dave went right up to the room. I went to the hotel bar and I got myself a beef eater and tonic and a, and a and a Miller Lite, so I could watch the 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 second half of the Notre Dame game. And uh, I said, I'm going to be really nice and I'm just going to go into the bedroom. And then uh, I proceeded to scream at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> so Indeed. now Dave Dave got a taste of what my my poor wife and kids go through. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> whenever rough. I watch a sporting event.
1: It was it was real, but hey, it was a blast. Mike enjoyed it, and uh, it
2: didn't ruin my entire week. It just ruined like for ruined four days because there was a a good football game we got to watch the next night the next morning.
1: Very true. Let's talk about that now, Steve. There was a minor football match on uh, on Sunday morning. What uh, what did you watch on Sunday morning? What did you see?
0: You know, um, that's a great question, and I've thought long and hard about it because what I saw. Seems to be completely different from what most of these schmuck pundits thought was going to happen <laughs> going into the day. Um, you know, I, I was reading all these articles. Oh, you know, Andrew's about to be found out. Arsenal's going to obliterate Spurs. You know, their their strategy, their tactics are going to feed right into Arteta's hands, and he's going to punish them. And none of that happened. In didn't, fact, happen, that didn't
2: happen. Didn't happen. In fact I
0: would make an argument that uh Arsenal were lucky to come away with a point at all. Um solid
1: argument can be made.
0: Yeah, I mean look. Their their first goal, right? The deflection freak accident, it happens, right? It, fucking Saka is running off celebrating like he just scored a world cup winner. Um but uh, our first goal, pure class, turn from Madison, feeding Sun with an incredible finish under pressure. I mean, if you're talking about uh, just the skill involved alone in making that happen, our opener was better. Second goals, a penalty that is awarded when another ref might have not given it, uh, which I mean, look. All things aside, it's frustrating that uh, we can have the exact same situation happen in several games this season. Sometimes it's a penalty and other times it isn't. It all just depends on who's refing that day. And that just pisses me off, right? Like, there needs to be some consistency. You know, the the Refing association, they really need to, to get a handle on that. Like, Romero had an exact same uh, type of handball against United that didn't get called just, what, like three games ago? It just boggles my mind. But anyway, so I'm going to call it a lucky penalty uh, because it frankly comes down to the ref decision and, you know, not any clear rule of law that indicates what should have happened. Uh, So they get that second, Saka goes and he celebrates again um, like he's just won the World Cup a second time. Uh, only for <laughs> only for uh Jorginho to be completely fucking embarrassed. And some of the most beautiful one-two passing between Madison and Son and the back of the net that I have seen, which is just like that was just delicious to watch. That entire sequence played in slow motion is just <clears throat> everything, everything I would have wanted. Um, but outside of that, I mean, it, yeah, it was nervy to start. You know, very uncomfortable. Um, I I don't think the yellow to uh, Destiny really helped at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm going to sound like a broken record at this point because I've probably said it a thousand times so far this season. And there's no end to me saying it in sight. But this team's mentality is just on a whole other level from what we've seen in the last few seasons. I mean, there was no capitulating. There was no, you know, hanging our heads. Um, you know, that that unlucky deflection, what did we see? Vicario going out there and, you know, patting him on the back and, and getting everybody amped up. You know, there were no blame game, there was no fingers being pointed, nobody was allowed to wallow in their misery. The entire team, every single player out there and on the bench was rallying the guys together, getting them back in the spirit and they did not stay down. They did not roll over. They did not let Ar- let Arsenal do their thing in their own home. We fought back. We got the point. We probably could have had three. Um, again, Arsenal were lucky to escape with the point. Spurs were a dominant force that game, more so than honestly I expected um you know going into that game my expectations were yeah it was going to be challenging it was going to be difficult but uh i would be happy with a point by the end of that game i almost feel like a point is is we left two on the plate like we we just we could have had the three and it's almost disappointing it's funny how watching a game for 90 minutes can change your expectations but uh if there's any takeaway that I would have uh, from that Derby game, it's just not to discount Ange. I mean, we'll talk more about, uh, you know, the comings up later on, but I- I'm looking ahead to Liverpool right now after the the Derby and I'm thinking, well, why not? Why can't we beat them? You know, they seem like they're in a vulnerable spot. Yeah, they just beat West Ham, but uh, fuck it. We've got Ange and she's is working miracles and and it's not just him it's the players too you know your son your romero your madison basuma out there destiny fucking pedro poro who went from being incapable of defending to somehow really fucking good i i don't know uh, uh, if not for which. madison
2: yeah if not for madison he's man of the match
0: yeah it's just it's it's incredible the transformation that the whole team has gone under in such a short amount of time and uh look, you know, if, if I'm Arsenal, if I'm watching that game back, I'm thinking shit, like we've really lucked out there. Like that could have been so much worse. Uh, but fucking phenomenal for the team uh, gutted. We couldn't get the three points, but you know, if you had told me a week ago, we're going to get a point at the Emirates. I would have been happy with it. So I guess I have to be happy with it now. Uh, and the statistic that made me laugh the most is uh Ange has more points at the Emirates than our last three managers combined.
1: Right. Beautiful. Well, not so, beautiful. Sad, actually. but, but It still is good. sad,
0: but, uh, you know, the, to me, it's a precursor of things to come, right? If we're, what, five, six games into Ange's tenure and we're getting a draw at the Emirates, who's to say we're not completely obliterating them when our system actually clicks and we've had a couple more transfer windows and we've really solidified the team.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mike, I, I, I've got, I, I know we, I want to give you a chance to talk tactics and, and match. I also have a philosophical oh, question, <laughs> a phil- philosophical question. Would you prefer to talk about your match observations? And then I ask my question or you want my question first,
2: <clears throat> followed by your match observations. Uh, your question will be fine. I, I, as long as it's not that question. No, it's not that question. It's too
1: early for that question. We still got, still got a little bit of time for that. Here's my, here's my, here's my like deep thoughts question. You and I kind of touched on this a little bit, you know, as over the weekend is like uh, you, you had some gooners like coming at you online and we were talking about how to respond type of thing, you know, those, those types of deals. So I want to talk about your typical arsenal fan and their online presence and their, their, their ignorance, but I don't want to dwell on the ignorance and like the, the why are they ignorant and why are they wrong? Because we all, we already know that both those things are true. I, I'm wondering, like, do you have any insight as to why they see the world through such a different set of eyes than, than we see the world? Like what everything Steve just described in terms of what what that match was, was spot on and was accurate. And yet there is still a fan base that sees a completely different set of circumstances when they look at that. Why are people like that? Why, why is there that discrepancy? Do you have an idea or an opinion?
2: I, I so Arsenal fans. The, <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was
0: a joke. <laughs>
2: uh, Arsenal fans are a joke. Um, so the the ones that I the ones that I know the ones that I've met the the few that I've talked to the ones that have interacted with me online. They all seem to like. They all seem to have this this issue with us more than we have with them. And I think I've probably mentioned this before. I don't understand why we're so in their fucking heads when like, historically our fan base should be way more pissed off.
1: We should have the inferiority complex, right? We
2: We should. (laughs) Right. And we're like, okay, cool. Um, (laughs) But you know, this is the situation and, and, and that, it kind of, That shit kind of comes into play when you're, and I won't, I'm not going to call out Will or Dan or any of the other fucking idiots who uh, I talked to um, online. um, Like, like Will or Dan, like Will or Dan, but a couple of fucking. (laughs) Yeah, dude, you know what? They would have, they would have loved to fucking to, to somehow pull out this match and they'd be home, you know, it, 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 they'd be home fingering themselves right now. Yeah, it'd be a wank fest, no question. Yeah, they, they would be yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be fucking more like a wanker fest. Um <laughs> but the, the great thing the great thing about this match was that we're not allowed to we're not allowed to celebrate the the the, the draw, right? Not allowed to celebrate the draw. Right. Or or, um, or be
1: satisfied even with or the be draw, even right?
2: be satisfied. Yeah. But the great thing that, that about this match for me this week was that all these fucking Especially Paul Merson, oh, all the people with it. You know they always do these combined eleven, this combined eleven bullshit. Like none of the Spurs players could get into the the, the combined eleven. None of them. Mm-hmm, none of
1: them. Mm-hmm,
2: you know. Um, here's the thing. They all they all put Gabriel Jesus and and this is this is where i'm going where i'm going with this they all put gabriel jesus in there ahead of son son who has scored countless countless goals he's a he's one of the he's one of the top 20 30 40 strikers i'll say top 30 strikers in the history of the league right he is a fucking goal scorer i'm not talking strikers number 9 i'm talking strikers mm-hmm. st- straight up Pure goal scorers in the history of this league, right? You know, and if you measure them up against the Arsenal strikers or the Arsenal goal scorers, Henri, Bergkamp, sure, those guys, uh, obviously they're on a higher level, right? And it's just because of the pure numbers, right? But then they're not putting them and they're not putting son ahead of Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Mm -hmm. Jesus, who's not even the fucking he's not even he's not even ahead of our backup to son. In his national team. That's true. So. You know, Richie being what he is, however, he's playing this year is is the number nine for for brazil over oh, over oh, gabriel jesus who's apparently better better than son um the i i think now if they go back and if all these bullshit pundits go back and look at it i think the thing about the the gooner fans is that they can't look past their own players for anything you mm-hmm. know they're gonna put they're gonna put somebody like odegaard ahead of kevin de bruyne they're gonna put they're gonna put you know
1: Ben White, best defender in England, right?
2: Yeah, they're gonna put Ben <laughs> yeah. White over their own Saliba, right? Like mm-hmm. who I think is a better defender than Ben White. They're gonna they're gonna put, you know, who do they, they put would put they ballkeeper? would put Ben White up against <laughs> uh, up against like Prime Van Dyke, right? I mean, it's bullshit. It's just they can't get out of their own heads, and it's because they follow their fucking dear leaders. These these bullshit artists who who pump. Who pump this these fan bases up a, a, and give them something more than they think they are, or, or make them think they are more th- than they are? Hmm. Um, you know, and 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 it's all. So I guess the the long answer was that whatever diatribe I just went on. The short answer is, their managers are weird people, and so are the fans. Because they follow yeah.
1: them. Uh right. a weird is well, well a
2: weird, weird, strange little man. Yeah. yeah. I mean the bullshit that he pulls where he's running down the touchline. Yeah. Did you did you see that little clip that I sent where he's <laughs> yeah. running down a touchline and like Decky's like looks up and says, Holy shit, there's another defender. No, it's not another defender, it's a guy Just in Arteta. a fucking shirt. It's a guy I, I, in a fucking shirt and and, and pants, a black shirt and pants.
1: I loved how Boston Spurs uh, every time Arteta came on the the television screen, the the crowd just screamed "wanker, wanker, wanker." <laughs> just, that, that was what they screamed until he was off off the screen. It was good. And and, uh, the, and then, then they screamed when "daddy, daddy", daddy when Andy came. It was on, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Mike. Thank you for that. Good so, analysis. Yeah, so that's, they, they, that's, they 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 live in an echo chamber. They can't get past themselves. Oh and yeah, they,
2: maybe I could have just said that and, the, and we're the, not wasted waste our people's times.
1: We're big bad boogeyman, and they actually should feel it, it. Those roles should be reversed, but they're they're so paranoid. That's that's so, what it is.
2: Done. I, I so I've got so my observations on the game. We know that son was son's not ever coming out of that center center forward spot ever again. He's not. He's just not. He's not losing that spot. That's his space now in this system. But what his, if we his... re-sign Harry Kane? <laughs> Yeah, already. <laughs> oh yeah, who what?
0: Florida man. Munich um,
2: man. Uh Munich man? Later hosed <laughs> man. He did, he was wearing later hosing, right? He was a Skechers he was, man. He's a Skechers, um, Skechers man. Skechers Skechers. So, laterhosen. later hosing. I was I wrote some notes down. I did my rewatch. I wrote some notes down. Um so I wrote down uh Pascoglu's, uh possession-based philosophy it was on full display. Uh Spurs never slowed down or reverted to like the bullshit, uh, Conte and Mourinho stuff, the defensive play that, that they'd been just to, you know, to just get away with that one, that one point. Um, but like we know that son was, was fantastic. We know that Madison was fantastic. We know that even though Spurs for about the first 25 to 30 minutes of the game, were kind of getting dominated. Um, it took it and it's just takes this team, it just does. It just takes this team a little while to play into the game and figure out their space. And once they do, I'm sure Madison made one fucking huge boner, but good thing it was uh the best, the best striker and, and out of the two teams who fucking shipped it over the top of the fucking net. Dude, Steve, one of your fourth graders could have scored that goal. Um, yeah, probably. So I, I wrote down that there were a few stand-up performances um and here are the players um uh venom i'm calling him venom now venom mickey venom vicky the big v um hey, mickey
0: you're so fine you're so fine you blow my mind
2: so we can say mickey or vicky on that one right hey, now mickey. um so uh hey, vanda Ven- vanda vanda my next one um udogi and pedro poro who i said earlier if not for madison i i think was my man of the match um so early on, we got pressed really hard, um, and there was no way that this Arsenal team was going to be able to keep that up the, the entire game. Especially once we figured out which, especially guys like Basuma, Basuma and Vendavan and Udogi, when they could figure out the spaces that they could play, they had to play in, or that they that they have available to them. Udogi got their early early foul, you know, which was a red, which was a yellow card, and sure it was a fucking yellow card it was a pretty hard challenge man we all we all said it right we all we all agreed it was a yellow card um but he settled right down into it and he made probably probably the best right winger in the world right now he he kind of shut him down man kind of shut him down he shut down saka and i like saka saka Saka, I, I liked I liked Saka play so- I liked Saka less
1: after Saturday, or Sunday's display.
2: Oh, because of his little bullshit. his little
1: antics. Cut that. Yeah, bullshit but out. It's, and, it's and when Madison enough. when Madison smoked him, that was love. Madison's
0: post game
2: comment was I think, just fucking gold. Oh. I, think was, <laughs> I think when he turned him on that play, he went, turned him.
1: It was ugly. It was <laughs>
2: ugly. Um. So, Vicario. Okay, not one of those goals was his fault. Mm-hmm. Freak deflection and a penalty, yeah. Dude, course. that early save against Jesus, like that—that that impossible fucking angle. I don't know how he, because that ball would have gone in easily uh, if it was Hugo. It, that ball's going in. <laughs> um, he made one kind of errant pass, uh, but for the most part, super, super confident with the ball at his feet. Um, he took a fucking disgusting disgusting challenge way worse than emerson's challenge last year uh he he took that was smart enough to to kind of jump forward when that challenge came in otherwise that fucking leg is getting broken by that piece of shit and Kedia. that guy that guy i i don't know um he's he's now my granite Jaka. so and Kedia <laughs> can fuck off uh van de ven uh dude that guy's recovery pace, his, so when Brennan Johnson was in there, I, I, he hasn't kind of formed that partnership up the line with the with yet. Right. Um, and probably, probably led to what ended up being Romero's deflection. Um, so Van De Ven, most of the game was the reason that Odogi was able to shut down Saka, sure. Um, because of the fact that he, his recovery pace, um, he was able to help help out and he was able to kind of switch positions. Um, when a doge was, was too far out too far, pushed up the pitch. Um, he is, he is going to end up that, that, that side is going remember how badly we needed that side to perform for us past few years, that side now in the next season or two is going to be a, 200 300 million dollar left side in the back those those guys are going to be worth that much money i mean they're going to be world beaters um and then destiny of course dude to be able to settle down he just he was just a little too over over aggressive and to be able to settle down the way he did in that in the game um and and play off that yellow and be effective playing in this kid's twenty fucking years old. Mm-hmm. What twenty-year-old has composure like that to get an early yellow and and a huge game, probably the biggest game they've ever played in, in and a visiting in a visitors being a visitor in and in, in the home team stadium. Unreal, and then Pedro Poro, his defense and his recovery pace and his ability to to not just get back and defend. And I think I said this last season was that he's young. he He's, he's young and he's smart enough and, and a good enough player to be able to teach how to defend. He's been taught how to defend despite some of his shortcomings. Like I, I know we're saying inverted fullback and all this shit, but he is going to end up being a really good defender in a couple of years. Like and then you know the guy I didn't mention too that I think um, that he's going to continuously and constantly get overlooked is number twenty one, um, Dayan Kulisevsky, not Dan, Dayan.
0: Dan uh, Kulisevsky.
2: <laughs> Dan Kulisevsky working down at the factory with Dan Kulisevsky for thirty years. <laughs> That Dan Kulisevsky, he's a real son of a bitch. Um, that guy put in some fucking work, man. He put in some work, and uh, and the guy just never stops moving. Uh, again, I'm gonna call him the shark, man, because he just doesn't stop moving. He See tracks. The shark. He tracks back. He tries to play defense best he can. He uh, he moves the ball through the middle. He's recognized that defenders have have figured out that he's going to put the ball onto his left foot. And he doesn't just put the ball into his left foot and, and huck it in. He doesn't just put the ball on his left foot and try and go with it. He puts the ball into his left foot, gets them to make a move, and then takes off again and then puts passes in. And he's going to be probably an overlooked and invaluable player on this team going forward. The only guy that I think really had a hard time out there. He even played into the game was, uh, was our, uh, I don't even know what position he's playing now, but oh, all happy Papi Um, I'm sorry. Is he, is he an eight? Is that what he's, is he an eight? Is that his position or a six? I, I don't know. Uh, somewhere in there, uh, it's it's amazing that he, he's not, he was, did not have the best game, but he wasn't terrible. You know, he had some giveaways. Um, he had some passes. I think um, there was a point at the very end where he got the ball, where he should have immediately passed it to Decky because we had, we had a streaking Sonny coming into the box and he just didn't get him to pass early enough. He took like three touches and then finally passed it. And it got played out for a corner kick, but you know that that position is going to be shored up when Silky Puddin comes back into the into the he, frame. He is he is coming back. So that's 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 my breakdown. And nice, you forgot one thing. What's that? Sunny, 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 sunny.
1: No, nope, nope, no, no. no, no, no. Oh. Steve knows what it is, and it's not the question. I, I actually, I think Steve, I'm I think I'm going to delay the question a little bit based on how the the pod's been flowing, and come to you for Liverpool uh, first, and then we'll we'll go to that magic question. Hey, Liverpool but, already, not- but, but but Mike, you know what you forgot? You forgot to about talk it? about Manor Solomon, how he's so dribbly, and how he doesn't pick his head up; and just looks at the ground. You forgot? You did week, it again. You forgot your weekly Manor Solomon disfest. So go ahead. Here's
2: your here's your platform.
0: Shit all over him. Yeah, hasn't done anything to you. Um,
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Dave. You, Dave knows that I sat there. At, <laughs> I sat there at the pub, and I said it like four or five times. He keeps doing it. He's way too dribbly. He's way too dribbly. He kept on dribbling into into pressure. Like he, it, you know, we didn't have another option. We didn't have another option once Brennan. Once once Brennan went down. Um, Brennan. Uh, Brennan Johnson is another guy who's who is. Not been talked about. And um his aggressiveness inside of the box, even though he's a little dude, um, his speed and his aggressiveness inside the box was giving Arsenal fits. Um, and like I said, Arsenal did control, did control the game for probably the first 20 minutes. I'd say probably about 25 to 28 minutes of the game. They they controlled the game. The rest of the game went right to Spurs. We 57% possession. Are you fucking kidding me? And these gooners are saying that they were dominant? Mikel Arteta was saying that they were the dominant team out there? Give me a fucking break. I'm not going to shit on Manor Solomon. He did dribble into pressure like four or five times um, <laughs> because he's always looking to shoot from out there and he's not looking to distribute or pass. He passes when he sees an open an, an open pass that's he needs to make, sure, which is what Lucas Mora never did, but Manner Solomon, uh, I think Brennan Johnson's the guy going forward, as long as he's not irreparably damaged. Well, I don't, think, I don't think anyone's going to argue that Mander
1: Solomon's a better choice than Brennan Johnson. I, I think that's a pretty much a given. But yeah, he, he's a he's a backup that we we need to be serviceable when he comes in, right? He, we, he can
2: he can he can run at dudes. He can he's good at those one on ones, but he's always looking to shoot first instead of instead of. He's looking to dribble first, out of pressure and shoot first, and uh, I, that's not the t- that's not the type of player we need, especially if we're having a, a game where we need to break down. You know, a team in the box, and don't say like Bournemouth because I'll, I'll slap you. Nah, I would would never say that. Never say that. Like Bournemouth. <laughs> You too, Steve,
1: Steve, <laughs> just because I've had Mike on the, on the, on the platform for a while, I was thinking like, He's let's, his soapbox. yeah, let's talk a little Liverpool, give Mike a chance to recover. You know, I am going to talk about catch, Liverpool. Catch, catch his breath. Uh, finish, his drink, finish his drink so that we can get to a little bit, of a little, a little bit of a really important question. So you want to talk Liverpool a little bit? What do you, what are you sure. thinking about looking ahead?
0: I'm going to start with something that's actually surprised me a little bit. Um, did you know that so far this season, Liverpool, Liverpool have scored three goals in one, two, three, four, five separate games so far?
1: Three goals uh, total.
0: No, three goals in, in each, each of five game.
2: games. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Them.
0: good now, them. what's interesting about How many of those game? were in the second half? They haven't looked good. Liverpool have not really looked good, and they're still eking out these these goals, which should tell you that they are fucking dangerous. Mm. They are a dangerous team, and you need to watch out. Now, there's two things for me that kind of work in our favor. First, they're playing tomorrow, so they'll have a short week compared to us uh, to prepare. Second, their depth right now isn't looking so hot. So eventually fatigue is going to catch up. Um, and with the rate, some of these games are, are extending out 10, 12, 15 extra fucking minutes per half. You know, it's going to catch up to players. Unfortunately, that means injuries are probably going to be coming. You're going to see muscle fatigue uh, yeah. really catch up to people, which is going to hurt these these teams that are playing multiple games a week you know in in that sense we're kind of lucky we don't have that um but i also don't want spurs to be complacent in the fact that they have extra rest and you know they're going up against a depleted liverpool team because at the end of the day depleted or not whether they're playing well or not they're still scoring multiple goals every single game and getting results wins mostly uh the only draw they had so far is against chelsea uh 1-1 and and that's it. They have won every single game that they have juggernaut Chelsea. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I, I said it before I'll reiterate, I, I think Spurs can get something. I think Spurs can, can challenge them. Uh, the thing that, that I really appreciate seeing is that even when it's not going well, uh, you know, we saw it all, uh, at the start of the Arsenal game, right? The, the, and anti- <clears throat> possession passing type work wasn't working. Did he fall back to something else? Did we try to park the bus, be a little bit more defensive? No, we fucking played through it and it worked out for us. Um, I, I see no changes really to how we're going to approach this game against Liverpool. Um, you know, we're the home team. We'll have uh, the stadium noise stadium support kind of helping to push uh, the team forward. And honestly, if, if Spurs continue to play the way that they have been playing, I, I can't see that stadium staying quiet for very long, right? If Liverpool managed to get a, an early goal, I think the stadium will rally around them uh, and the the squad, they're going to rally around themselves. We're going to see, in my opinion, a very entertaining match um if we get a draw i'd be happy but honestly i i I think three points are there for the taking i think liverpool have uh really rode their luck so far this season and as long as we can defend well and continue to impose ourselves on a game like this with the stakes that high I, i i think we can i think they're beatable i think we can win um I would be disappointed with a loss. I'd be, I, I wouldn't mind a draw, but I, I think a win is, is there for us. I, I really do believe that we can bring it to them and, and, and issue their first loss of the season.
1: I like the sound of that. Mike agree. Disagree.
2: Um, Liverpool is going to be a tough task. Uh, they, they come at you and come at you and come at you and come at you. Uh, The, the thing is, is that, you know, As much as as much as Spurs have not been tested yet, (laughs) that was sarcasm. Um, (laughs) As much as Spurs have not been tested yet, uh, Liverpool has one glaring weakness, and 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 I think Klopp has done, uh, Klopp and his team have done a fantastic job. I think I still think that, despite being a whiny little pussy. Klopp is a fucking phenomenal coach. and He's a great team builder. I think that I think that he has done a fantastic job building uh, and rebuilding that that team. Um, the place they're lacking is in the midfield, and I don't know if they have the mid. I don't know if they have the midfield to be able to cope with the Spurs midfield. And we've seen in years past um, how a dominant midfield will be able to control a game. You have a guy like Basuma out there who 90% of the time is playing with his back, you know, to two, three other midfielders, right? Um, and and somehow receives a ball and is able to turn is able to turn his defender and and get the ball forward. You have a Papsar who can run at people with speed. Um and uh and every once in a while pass with accuracy you have james madison who right now for my money is a top two three uh midfielder in the world um Ooh, hot take, Mike. Hot take. I don't <laughs> think it's a fucking hot take, Dave. I
1: know that's why I'm saying that. I'm the being dude sarcastic won Premier it's... League
2: player of the month in August. And he's, I feel, he's still performing. And he's on I mean, like he's it, on his way to winning it for September, too. I feel like it's
1: glaringly obvious. It's not even a hot take, right? Like, yeah, he's, Christ. He is that. This this guy, this guy,
2: I want to be his friend so badly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think that we have a better midfield in and in years past, like. Especially when, when, you know, Chelsea's Chelsea's uh, uh, Champions League year, and 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 the year after, like Chelsea had great midfields, right? And that's how they dominated teams. They dominated Spurs, terribly dominated us for two straight seasons, five games, two straight seasons, terribly dominated us. So I think that's that's where Spurs can win the game. Thing is that, or, or that this Liverpool team is a team that will beat you down and beat you down and beat you down. They'll take their they'll take their shots, but in this they're a second half team. They've been a second half team all season. They have not looked great, which tells which tells me one thing no mercy. I, I strike like hard. First, strike like hard, hard. No strike mercy. first, strike fast, no mercy.
1: That's Steve's rec league motto, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's yeah. why I,
2: that's that's why I brought up the Cobra Kai shit. Bingo. It's gonna, in, in be, it's gonna be an endurance contest. Is Seriously, it, you have simple? to get that goal first. You and have we to we can
1: win. We can win an endurance contest. That's what's that's what's exciting about this year is there's hey, there's hope.
2: Puskovski says we're the we're the, the fittest team in the league. I mean, he, he does. We uh, we're kind of waiting in the in the in the. Late minutes of that that Arsenal game, which is fine. Decky's played two hundred and thirty minutes in the past two fucking games. You know, it's it's tough. Pedro Porra too. You know, he he's not been subbed out. So. Oh, Dave is muted. Dave with the Cardinals. Oh wow! Look at Dave. that.
1: <laughs>
2: look at that. I'm back,
1: bastards. Um, you know what it's time for
0: uh wheel of fortune
1: yeah it's time to drink a beer steve that's already happened steve ask the question let's get this on hey
2: mike what you drinking well steve i'm glad you finally asked that question um i'm
0: contractually obligated
2: to ask you that question well the hr department will be having some words with uh with dave about uh delaying the question hr HR department can suck. delay
0: of question there's a flag on the play
2: yeah, yeah. He can. He says they can suck it, but like he'll be on probation for a season. Um, you'll Jesus. have to watch the Bears and only the Bears. <laughs>
1: Won't have much to talk about.
0: Um, I'll just be crying into my
2: New York Giants glass. <laughs> so this is this is what we're gonna do today. I'm gonna I'm going back to the well. This uh, three's brewing. I I this these beers are blowing my mind. Three's um, company. Come and knock on my door. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've been
2: waiting for you. So this is for all you uh, fucking gooners out there. Uh, Three's brewing, uh, and it's also for the for our German friends uh, who are selling who are celebrating Oktoberfest. Um, we're gonna do a Hellas Lager from Three's Brewing. It's pretty pretty cool looking. What might have been the gooners you know what might have been mm-hmm. had uh Gabriel Jesus uh not blown that absolute fucking sitter what might have been if Nikedia was sent
0: off for his you, know what, happen- you know what happened know like what should have been
2: you know what happened the center back uh the other day uh fired one right into the the middle of the field and and uh Lucas Popovich picked it right up and uh as the keeper came out to meet him you know what Lucas Popovich did Kept it smart, kept his head, and kept the ball on the fucking ground, and fired it right past the keeper. Nice. Instead of trying to, instead of trying to make a fucking statement with a rocket shot, fired it right past the keeper. You know what? One of my kids. You know understand? what? You know what? Lucas Popovich knows how to do. Finish better than Gabriel Z- Jesus, <laughs> or Kai Havertz, for that matter, who also missed a fucking sitter. I had, to um, so, blow a, I had to
0: blow my whistle against a kid who deliberately handled the ball from going in the net because they thought that it had already gone out of play. That's funny. And I had to explain to them, you play to the whistle and not stop things before.
1: That's, that's um, very funny.
0: The confusing thing was I wasn't allowed to give the penalty because apparently they don't do that at this level. I had to give an indirect free kick, like two feet away from the goal and they botched it so uh i guess we got away with one but like man arsenal these youth league team rules are just funky
1: you know steve uh mike's being really weird with displaying this can um i, I just want to tell you as mike just poured this and before he gets into the um gets into um uh, the assessment mike and i were at uh trillium brewery over the over the weekend and uh mike, mike went over it was his turn to grab beers and i hear him yell at me he's like hey dave for for only 27 dollars do you want a, a souvenir mug that you can take home and i said no i don't and, and uh, so so he said okay you know, cool
2: amy amy thanks you dave
1: good good I, I in my in the back of my mind i'm like this bastard he's gonna bring it over anyway you know and then i'm gonna be hauling this mug around all night but what he did bring was like a it felt like a full liter of Marzen in a plastic cup is what it really felt like. And a oh, in yeah. I'll tell you what, that, that beer was the, the end of both of us. Um, Mike, Mike drank more than I could. I could, I could barely make a dent in this thing, but you, it, you know
2: what, you know what happened too. It, it's us. really funny is like, there was this, there was this, uh, I, I love the people watching. There was this, there's this couple next to us that I thought was like a father, a father and daughter, but could have been like a, the sugar daddy and, and, and you know type of situation
1: either way I, sign up. I
2: turned my i turned my head and i look at them for a second i turned back and dave's like pouring half of his beer into mine
1: yeah, i did he looked away i'm like i'm getting rid of half of this shit man i cannot drink this <laughs> and he's like no I can't no drink offense trillium your, your beer was good but not that one i just i just couldn't oh, do it it was man. it was rough. it was heavy it was heavy as i fuck. mean yeah
0: it, you got a liter of mars in.
1: A leader. I didn't even know they. Dude, it was a leader of Marzen. beer. Dude, it was. It was. It was huge. Dude, it was a big daddy. It was. But hey, oh, back yeah. to you know what back leader
0: as, what leader means.
2: It's uh, French for "give me some fucking cola." <laughs> nice. So, what might have been? Uh, That's super it, troopers for all you out there. Had Gabriel Jesus put that away, it would have been a two-zero lead. What might have been? Might have, might have cost you that 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 sitter might have cost you fucking two points, <laughs> you fucking gooners. Um, so look at this beer. Look at how great it is. It's a, it's a, it's, it's see through. It's a perfect, perfect,
1: uh, smelling. Yeah. On on last week's theme, if you put your wang in that, you would be able to see it. I think that's that's a good. <laughs> that's that's the scale that I'm using yeah i know but
0: like like mike wang scale the
2: the wang scale um (laughs) is the wang being magnified by the glass i don't know i don't i don't know how refraction works
1: that mug yeah you might get some interesting magnification or yeah (laughs) or constriction i'm not sure which one it would be
2: like it just blow it up like the size of a tuna can (laughs) (laughs) anywho let's get back to this uh this is a perfect representation of what hellas lager looks like um it is clear. It is crisp looking. It smells sweet, super ultra sweet. It doesn't smell bitter at all. We're gonna get into this, and I and I and I love uh, Hellas Lager. It's one of my one of my favorite German styles outside of the uh, the Kolsch. But uh, let's let's get after this.
0: Drink it.
2: Drink it. Drink it. One of these days, I'll I'll pound a beer. We beat we beat Arsenal at home. I will pound a fucking beer. Um, okay. Let's make it the heaviest, thickest beer we can find. Well, it's gonna be winter, so you know, it might be. Um, this beer, porter. This beer straight off the top, like I said, it smelled sweet. It is sweet, it is um, it's not overly sweet. Um, it has that right amount of bitter that a German beer has. Um, I think if you didn't know that this was a beer brewed in the United States, that you could probably pass it off as an actual German Hells lager. I mean, this beer is super cold. It's delicious. I didn't pour it absolutely correctly or I poured it. And then you guys just kept on fucking talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I that, but it's, it's not like overly heavy. It's not overly filling. Um, Again, it's robust, it's but it's sweet, it's got a lot of taste. Um, I can't see myself drinking a ton of these. Yeah, I could. Um I love this beer. How much I do you love, love it? it? What do you rate
0: it? I I like scale.
2: it a lot.
0: A I like numeric
2: on. scale. On the what? On the numeric scale. Um
0: It's the tension is three point nine. Ah, damn it! Son of a bitch. Damn you, Dave!
2: Dialed
1: in, baby. Dialed in. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, you guys got it. Two weeks in a row, yeah. Last week, uh, Ricky our, our nailed it. Right on the got it. Ricky, Ricky had yeah. yeah. Next, Next week's gonna be my week. You're you're due, no, you're uh, due, Steve Mike. We're dialing it in though, man. Do you see this? Like we are. I we guess are, three mm.
0: eight. Yeah, I'm so like close. It.
1: I like it. All right. How about a how about a song? I get- you're gonna be like tell us. <laughs> Hell's Bells because it's a Hell's Locker. Is that what you're going to do?
2: Or, <laughs> no. I'm not, not anymore. Oh, not no, anymore. No. I'm not using that. No, 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 no. Um, Matthew Wilder. You mean Gene Wilder? Nope. Matthew Wilder. Uh, ain't nothing going to break my stride. <laughs> wow. I mean, a
1: song I know and uh, just an interesting, upbeat little ditty. Yeah, dude. I,
2: why not feel fucking good? Yeah. Those fucking Eel gooners good told us. The gooners told us we're not allowed to celebrate. We're not allowed to spell, celebrate, but Who's we are allowed to celebrate, and uh, we're allowed to celebrate because we went into their fucking disgusting, muddy, pig slop fucking swamp of a stadium and yeah. took a fucking point off of them when when we were going to get fucking pumped, and we didn't. We didn't get pumped. Counterpoint, we gifted them a point. I, In I fact, like, we did. I like that narrative better. They scored, we, they we scored allowed no them to have from Open play. They scored no goals from open play. It's true.
0: Yeah, now, it's like just that standard. So, Saka, Saka you your little, your little,
2: them. uh, the, the, that when you do that, that means, that means bullseye, that means accuracy. In fact, yeah. you, Didn't even shoot the ball. You fired in a cross that went off our fucking center back's our opposite side center back's knee. Word. Word. Shut the fuck down, Saka. All right. Shut down (laughs) by Tottenham Hotspur.
1: This has been hey Mike, what you drinking? Uh Hells Lager from Three's Brewing. What was it called again? What might have been? What, what might, might have, been? Been. Might have yeah. been what might have been and uh yeah. we got we got the uh rating dialed in and we got a nice little upbeat happy song so mike well done ain't nothing it.
2: gonna break my stride
1: all right In yeah. respect for where we are time wise boys it is time for closing thoughts steve over to you how are you gonna wrap us up big man <clears throat> uh yeah i i guess yeah, yeah.
0: just wrap us <laughs> up by saying uh <laughs> i'm just gonna lean into it why if fuck not um <laughs> No, we're, uh, I'm excited for the game this weekend. I think it's going to be very entertaining. Um, You know, win, lose, or draw. I'm I'm fully on board with everything that Ange does right now. Um, You know, I, 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 maybe this is a question for our next podcast. You know, what does Ange need to do to lose my trust? Uh, Because right now it would take like an act of God for me to turn against him. Um, What if he
2: kicked your cat?
0: If if fucking big Ange wants to come and kick my cat, he can kick my cat. I mean,
1: <laughs>
2: but not Kurtzuma.
1: I,
0: I I don't condone it. You know, I don't. I don't like the uh, animal abuse. But uh, you would
1: know, would you let that- him kick your cat for a
2: for a Premier League title? Oh God, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, I'd le- I'd let him take the cat. I'd let him take the cat for a ride in the car, drop it off in the fucking woods, and drive off. Look, I love my cat. I, I I do, but that's uh, what I would do uh, for I, I think really I'd love
0: Ange more.
2: I I, 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 <laughs> I you know
0: so, I'm sure somebody out there's listening, <laughs> like, oh, he loves Ange more than his cat. What a fucking weirdo. No, you're the weirdo. You're the weirdo for not liking Ange that much. You should be on your fucking knees for him. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, it would take an act of God
1: for me to turn against him at this Jesus point. Jesus uh,
0: Christ. <laughs>
1: Steve, if you got a new cat, would you name him Big Ange? That'd be a pretty cool cat. name. Big Ange, wouldn't it? yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would, I would. Um, I like it.
0: I like I, it a I lot. Am, I'm fanboying really hard. Like it, Ange Pasta Coglu is to me what Taylor Swift is to teenage girls. Um, it's it's an obsession. So um, I like You're, you're I like
2: saying it. that you're saying that his fan club should be called Angies. The Angies. If if Ange Pasta
0: did karaoke. At Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I would buy tickets to fly over there and watch it. That's how much I love Ange right now. He might do that. He, wow. he might do that if we win the league. All right, here's a final final closing thought, and it's a question for you <laughs> two because now it's on my mind, and I I really need to know what you. You're think. not the host, Steve. I, no, I like how you. I like what you're doing here. This is a, this Ange is a nice Postacoglu twist. goes out for karaoke. What song is he singing?
2: Ain't nothing going to break in my stride.
1: Um. Ooh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Give me a moment to think of it. What do you got? Is that what you're going with, Mike, with the, no, the song no. you chose? What are you going with?
2: I come from a land down under. <laughs> yeah. A little too on the nose.
1: I, I Why, think I I see Ange singing like an ABBA song. That's what I'm envisioning. Is, no, no, he's definitely
2: no, he's singing men at work or. No, that's ABBA.
1: too spot on. He wouldn't be spot on. Like Hell's that. he's, he's
0: blank a guy. space, Taylor Swift. That's what Please. he's singing.
2: <laughs> yeah, because blank space is where all of his fucking midfielders operate. Oh,
1: Listen to that in the well blank done.
2: space. Well done.
1: Mikey, what are your closing thoughts, man? What do you got for us?
2: Uh my closing thoughts are these, Dave. Why not us? Right. Why not us? This has been Wicked (laughs) Spursy. I mean this, yeah, that's that's about it. So so you're looking at here and I think I, I think I texted you guys this, but we have Liverpool coming up, right? A team that has not performed well in the first half all season long, right? Um and then we have Luton Town coming up, who is Luton a town. Luton. Luton Town. Um, and, and we're playing there. We're playing there. That's going to be a fun watch, boys. Um, so getting into October, we have Luton can win. Fulham can win. That's at this, home. This has been Schedule Review with Michael. Palace can win. That's away. Uh Chelsea definitely gonna win going to win. Wolves going to win. Fast forward. (laughs) May 27th. We we have Crystal
1: Palace at home can win. This has been hey Mike, what you I'm
2: sorry, Wicked Spursy. What what else you got, Mike? Cut it out with
1: the with the schedule. My point is my
2: point is that through November, we could be top of the fucking table. So why not us? Why not us? If we win, if we Holland. win, and we beat Liverpool, which I think we can, if our if our midfield plays the way they've been playing and dominates the game, why not us? We can take twenty one points going into December when things get thick and hot and heavy. Title of Andrew's sex tape. <laughs> Andrew's sex tape
0: yeah yeah mike taken i think it's hot and heavy mike i yeah.
2: think the answer
1: to that question is because it's still early and i love i love it you question, sound
2: just like the pundits i fucking no no no, no the, the, Dave, Because here's the Dave thing drink the kool-aid here's drink the thing there's Kool-Aid. one of the Kool-Aid. us one of one us, of us there is there is room for
1: optimistic pragmatism there's room for it right and that's that's the space i occupy we are i don't i don't uh, like it dave are, we're, a like it. we're a joy to behold we're joy to behold right now but but let's don't say but Here's let's not thing. let's not prematurely ejaculate here buddy like make it last and like, has, has allowed us to do this has allowed us to do this he's allowed us it's us- okay did he not tell right. us it's okay. All right, when you come crying to me when we're on a little uh, sour streak for a couple, I got weeks it in, in like January. I'll be like, I, I won't say I told you so. I'll just say I understand, Mikey. It's okay. It's it's all gonna be all right at the end. Let's let's big speak. Ange's karaoke song, Faith by George Michael. Oh fuck yeah! Yes, it would be nice, right? Oh yeah. If I could touch Angie's body, <laughs> I know not everybody's got a body like Ange
0: yeah <laughs> hairy
1: chest
2: he's got a hairy chest you know he does
0: oh absolutely
2: he should right. like he should not wear that suit again he should just open up the shirt like gold When's chains he, uh... and fucking. just you know mike and seat. i mike
1: and i disagreed on, the, be, on this be, too. All, mike, greek.
2: Mike be mike all greek mike liked mike liked
1: the suit he thought it was a decent call i was like you know angie's not Dude, I, a suit, I like I, you know what i you know what i, I really like angie needs puffer jacket season it's going to be good for him when like the really cold weather comes around We talk
2: about this That's i like this suit the suit looked like uh, the suit looked like very J.C. Penny on him, though. Right. <laughs> like, like he bought it, he bought it, and then like forgot to like steam it so that all the wrinkles <laughs> and shit came out of it. Right. <laughs> but the dude, the tie looked nice. Like the the white, I like the white knot on the tie. I don't know how to do it. I can't fucking do it. But dude, yeah, Andrew needs to go back to his polo shirt. Maybe.
1: Yeah, his well, Ron his Ron Swanson
2: shirt. polo. That's what he wears every week. He needs to do a polo and then like every like month just unbutton one of the buttons and and let us explore the next version the next the next thing that's coming out of Ange's Ange's shirt uh, it could be uh, a gold chain with a a saint on it who
1: knows I actually would love that if Ange like he's got like four or
2: five gold you know he's got four or five gold chains yeah as a as
1: a greek guy if he was all blinged out like that would be that'd be fabulous i would i would love to see that on the sideline yeah yeah Yeah. why not like like just drop the drop like three buttons open that thing up and and let it let it fly that would be lovely yeah all right on that visual note gentlemen let's wrap this bad boy up this has been wicked spursy listeners we love and appreciate you and gentlemen i love and appreciate you both as well if you were to say the last thing you could say before we go, Steve, what would it be? Wait, 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 Don't be an asshole.
2: Nice. And Mike, how about you? Well, you know, everyone, it's a crazy world out there. Things are going crazy right now. Uh, Spurs are drawing matches at the Emirates. Uh, you know, dogs and cats living together,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, all that shit. Um, the thing is that we all need to be aware of our surroundings and just be safe out there. And what else, Mike? Tottenham Hotspur action! It's fantastic. <laughs>